0: Unlock the door,
1: bitch. I'm on my way, and I got business. I don't know why they call him chasers. It's not like Cubs can run real fast. Double vodka with cotton brownie chasers. He just wanted to watch me eat it, naked. I I can't say that. That's dirty. Chasers will do anything
0: to get into your pants. I love
1: them! Stop it! Stop! I, I Oh, <laughs> Chubs Gone Chub- Wild! Well, hi! Welcome to Chubs Gone Wild, episode 5.0. Zero six that's five hundred six recorded on April seventh two thousand twenty three did you ever think that we'd get to five hundred and six episodes?
0: Oh episodes um uh,
1: <laughs> no, 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 well, yeah, not episodes,
0: but other things been there yeah could, you know, I mean, I didn't get that close, but was it a possibility absolutely.
1: Yes, well, I did. And uh, let's just say it's uh, not
0: something I ever want to do again. Oh, that was the other thing that was weird. Hmm. Uh, Saturday night at the comedy club. Uh huh. I wasn't even close to being the biggest people there, one of the biggest people there. Oh, that's lovely. Well, when I, was... I talked about
1: Cortero, I was. Really? Yeah.
0: how many Out of 20,000 seats?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,. It was reduced because of the way that they put the stage, which I'll talk about. But man, the stage was really neat the way they set it up. Um But yeah, I mean, there were there were a few other uh, big people, but I only I only saw like. Two others that were close to being as big as I was, so I think everybody else had probably been there before and said, yeah, I'm not sitting in those little seats.
0: Yeah, are they small? I have never been there.
1: You know, actually it yes, but it it wasn't it wasn't uncomfortable. I mean, you would you would fit fine, but they're so close together and the the seats in front even though they're like kind of lower, yeah, uh, are so close. Like I think Clint was more uncomfortable than I was.
0: So, well, it's because uh, if I know from my personal experience, it's because I was flopping onto his side of the chair too. Uh, uh, yeah, there, you, there was
1: a little of that.
0: Were you on a row? I mean, on the I end was
1: on of- the I was on the end of the aisle.
0: Oh, so thanks. I
1: had a little bit of spillover, and you know, yeah. but for the most part, it was it. I mean, I wasn't that uncomfortable, but. He was stuck in the, you know, between me and then another person who was actually kind of thinner. So, but I just told him at one point, I said, you know, you just got to get over it and just let yourself go. Just be like, you know what? I'm going to be slamming into, you know, it's like we've known each other 27, 28 years, whatever. Just let it go, girl.
0: Yeah, I refer oh. to the, the aisle seat as um the seat where... The cart is going to ram you in the back of the shoulder constantly. Cause on airplanes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You watch them push through and it's, and you can just hear, oh, 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 <laughs> oh, because it's not just me. I mean, everybody's kind of taking advantage of that aisle lean. And uh, when that cart comes through, oh, it can hurt. It can yeah. hurt.
1: Yeah. Well, thankfully there was no aisle, but man, let me tell you, uh, it was, it was a, it, when i first started going down there i was clutching onto those rails trying to make sure that i was not gonna just because the steps were seemed just a little bit like lower than you expected and then it was really steep
0: so other people
1: are just like practically running down the aisle without even holding on the railing and i'm like clutching to both sides of whatever rail i could being
0: like, no, I'm not going down. Well, you you know, the fear of heights comes into play because I could just see myself tumbling, 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 tumbling. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. That, that was, that was freaky. But, um, we were actually at the very back. The only things that were above us, cause there was like a, a wall that went up higher, a little higher than our heads. And then the wheelchairs were back up there. So we were in the back, which was actually for, However they set it up was really good. I mean we had a great view still. So I don't know. I mean, but once I got over the initial cause like I spent the first twenty minutes or so that we were there like contemplating how the fuck I'm gonna get back up out of this fucking seat as and we make do. sure that I'm not in people not holding up the traffic but then I'm clutching on anything I can for dear life and how I'm going to maneuver myself. And I'm like going through all the scenarios trying to make sure. But yeah, I mean, it was a total fat boy moment. So yeah, I uh,
0: uh, this is strange. Um, Sean was, we, we were trying to figure out what to do in, uh, on our vacation in San Diego and mm-hmm. they've got three different San Diego ghost tours, hmm. but they're all walking. Oh and i said yes good oh my god i'm terrified cuz uh, it's not going to just be walking it's also going to be stopping and listening to ghost stories and that's where i think i'm going to get killed right yeah, well
1: i'll i'll tell you the one thing that i would warn you about although you're 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 great now i mean you're going to be able to do that no problem but the it wasn't i ended up having to walk like you know uh about a half a block each way because they dropped, he, we got dropped off. So that was all good. The thing that killed me was the parking garage because the parking was on the third floor and I had to go up steps. And it wasn't just like, you know, 10 steps and then another, and then turn and then another 10 steps. It was like 10 steps turn 20 steps steep with a throng of people behind me going, oh great, we're stuck behind a fat guy who's holding on to both rails for dear life, waddling himself up the thing. And so I had to do the whole, like, you know, slow traffic uh car on the dirt road where you have to find a place to pull over and let everybody go by. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I'll tell you, when I got to the third row, third, uh, yeah. uh thing where the where they were parked I didn't know they were parked there because they parked the car while we had gone in um so when I got to the third car I'm like texting going okay did y'all say third floor or third set of stairs because if I have to go up another fucking set of stairs it's not going to be pretty and I'm like gasping for my for breath um and uh, finally they were like third level. So I was like, Oh God, thank God I'm here. But, um, one of them said, I was about to text you back and say 15th. And I'm like, Yeah, that would have been your last day. <laughs>
0: so yeah, yours well, are he, mine. One or the other. Cause... Yeah. We went to a, um a street fair, <laughs> but it was not a street fair. It was oh, a yeah, parking lot yes. fair and they had the fair on the top of the parking structure and they didn't have an elevator working and it was four or five stories high mhm and i finally uh i i don't think i ever told you this uh, cuz i think i've told you the story before mm-hmm. so you know i had to walk up all the stairs and my fu- my watch only gave me credit for one flight of steps which pissed oh. me over. um but i did ask what do you do when people come you know that are handicapped well uh they can just go the same way the cars do because it's a ramp the whole way up, so they right. can just take that all the way up, and it's like, okay, yeah, that that's that's great. Yeah. So we'll just yeah. add
1: an extra mile, but save yourself the 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 heart attack going up the stairs.
0: Sure. And what happens if they're by themselves and uh, they're not an electric, uh, you know? Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. point
1: too. Yeah. Or what if they're on a, a, a using a walker? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Whatever you got on that roof, it ain't
0: enough. Yeah. And it, and then it was hot.
1: Mm,
0: mm, not enough shade because, you know, they don't – they never think of – well, nowadays, a lot of new parking structures have the entire top floor covered in solar panels, which is smart. Oh, okay. Huh. This place did not. But, you know, I'm thinking – well, that would have been nice. Free, you know, free shade. And you're making power at the same time. <laughs> know. No, you're just into organic food. Fuck you, people. Ugh, and all that for organic food. Well, no wonder they
1: didn't care. Oh, you could just walk a mile if this fuck is it. You know, fuck you. It's all fucking vegans who, you know. Although, I would think they'd be weak. But never mind. I don't want to stereotype Anyway, it is currently 102 and sunny outside the Chub's Gone Wild Remote Studios. Or leastwise, it's on its way to 102. Uh, where it is 27, 28 days till Labor Day, 20, 66 until Canadian Thanksgiving, 85 till Halloween, and 140 until Christmas. So, after 140 days, you'll be at the top of the thing so that you can buy some Christmas veggies for your people. Don't worry, coming down is easier because you can just oh. slide right down the stairs.
0: Yeah, it's if if your knees are up for it. Um, uh, no, the um uh, the, did you see the weather I sent you? The 118 next uh, Wednesday. It's down okay. to 111 now.
1: uh well, that's good. That's something, yeah. I guess. It's, I it's don't, taking uh,
0: the big slide. Uh, you'll have to let me know how this is because I will not be in town. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny because most of the week is over a hundred so far that I'm gone. Yeah.
1: Well, August needs its, its recognition time because we're all looking toward the, uh, the, uh, the Halloween decorations that are starting to pop up in different places. And, uh, August is saying, Hey, hey, wait, you got to honor me or, or else. Yeah. Speaking of Halloween, our Halloween contest. Anyone who sends us anything—an email, a Facebook message, or a comment, a voice message—send us lunchbox pics. He will be entered into the Halloween contest, which Wait, any, will be sent any, out. What? Go ahead. Any dick pics yet? Uh, no, no. Okay. Miss Bacon is not responding. And that Kathy Bacon. Come I on. know. Uh, although we did get a very lovely message from Kathy Bacon, but it was not for the show, so i'll share that a bit later um so uh yeah and you'll be getting the uh the package before halloween so you can enjoy all the fun festivities of it before the day which if you're on patreon well guess what it offers folks a way to support creators and receive rewards not open to the general public Like special podcasts, books, videos, and more, including my life in fragments podcast, which uh, has been, um, you know, you're getting a few more episodes than usual because of all the stuff going on with the the moms and stuff. But we want to thank our current patrons, Clint, Nephi, Nick, DJ Stasage, Ramza Yonavaz, Eric, Sean, Charles, Brother Sinatus, Phoenix Dave, Kingsley, and Moose P. And y'all are going to be getting uh, some more stories and stuff coming down the pike here shortly as well. So hopefully some fun stuff for you. Visit Patreon.com slash Matt for as little as a dollar a month. Find out how you can support our creative projects. All right. <clears throat> You're switching up a little bit today. It's time for the affirmation. Please take a deep breath and join me. I now feel my body getting healthier and my mind more optimistic. And breathe out. It's true. You know, it is, actually. It is. So that was a good one. Hopefully, one that my mom is taking advantage of right now.
0: All right. Uh, Uh, And speaking of that, you know, I was just telling you before we started recording that I'm growing hair on my body again. Oh, I also have belly hair. Oh, I never I like had, I hair. never had belly hair. My stomach was always smooth. I had pec hair, you know, um, uh-huh. chest hair and, yeah. uh, arm hair and very little leg hair. But, uh, now it's, it's, it's coming back and it's weird.
1: Yeah, it's, it's weird.
0: You know, I guess maybe
1: it's the follicles or whatever, but the, as you expand, your, your hair doesn't seem to be there. And then when you shrink, there it is. Case in point, well, your husband, he was hairy before. Now he is, uh, well, he's a Timu wig. And that's not a bad thing. <laughs>
0: well, it's not a good thing. I've seen it.
1: Um. <laughs> Okay, we'll assume you're talking about the team of wig. Yes. All right, Uh right, let's see. In history, on August 7th, 1782, in Newburgh, New York, General George Washington, the commander-in-chief of the Continental Army, creates the badge for military <laughs> merit, a decoration consisting of a purple heart-shaped piece of silk, Edged with a narrow binding of silver, which the word merit, uh, with the word merit stitched across the face of the silver. The badge was to be presented to soldiers for any singular, singularly meritorious action and permitted its wearer to pass guards and sentinels without challenge. The honoree's name and regiment were also inscribed in the Book of Merit. So there you go. Uh, All right. Well, since we're traveling through history, let's take a quick look at any holidays that we may have uh, (coughs) accidentally celebrated without even knowing it, like National Sea Servant Day. Yeah, hell no. Mm-mm, didn't do that one. Nope. I did. Sea,
0: air, I don't want to, uh, no, no serpents for me. I was watching, uh, scaries today and there was one about, uh, a Bogo, Bogo Pogo, I think is what it's called. It's an Australian sea serpent, uh, uh, yeah. which is funny because, um, that was a dance in Strictly Ballroom was the Bogo Pogo. Uh, mm-hmm. and so, um, but it's, yeah, they said it's some kind of creature that, uh, that's a water based creature. So just sharing, just sharing. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Another reason to stay out of the
0: Australian water. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Why well, go to Australia at all? Big ass spiders. I mean, oh. we're talking spiders the size of, of like oh, furniture. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Not going to happen. I don't want to go.
1: Giant. And I, giant. Spiders, deadliest snakes, no,
0: oh, weird you. birds, you know that kangaroos that, are...
1: that just walk up and like kick you. Ugh. Oh, they punch you. They punch you. All that too. So, ugh. anyway, yeah. it is also aged care employee day. Oh, well, speaking of Australia, that's what they have in Australia. It's a very Australia day. Also, a uh, beach party day. Nope, didn't do that. National lighthouse day.
0: No, not on the horizon.
1: I know Uh, something
0: that looks like a lighthouse that had a day today, but... Oh, hello.
1: Uh, Particularly preposterous packaging day. Amazon. Uh, mm, Made up holiday. Uh, Professional speakers. Purple Heart Day. Well, we just talked about that, so very interesting and timely. Uh, And also... Raspberries and cream day. Eh. No, thank you. You know what I've been wanting? I've been wanting a Boston cream cake. Oh, yeah. But I only know one place that sells them, and it's too expensive.
0: Did you freeze?
1: Yes, you froze. Well, Well,
0: I do agree with you that that they're they're very expensive over at that particular place
1: yes and the risk that you take is that by the time you get it home and everything that the cream will it'll be one where the cream split in fact uh i got a oh gosh oh i got a bavarian cream donut from walmart and the outside of it and everything was like it was just looking fresh and and chocolatey and beautiful and you opened up the cream to look great but the cream split and it, it tasted it was just I mean it tasted fine but it was curdled and I'm like come on people it's fucking cream get it together all right well let's see if we have any birthdays that we have uh uh coming up here well today happy birthday to Jason who, uh, is also a fellow podcaster and to Sean Z, who, uh, he used to run, uh, well, that doesn't sound right. I was going to say he used to run cons, but that doesn't sound right. Uh, he used to run, um, like Comic Con type things. So very, very cool. Um, also to a long lost relative who I recently found, uh, Adrian. Um and then we have David and wait a minute, hold on, yes, upcoming. Uh Jason Kimberly. Oh, we used to act with her, that uh Kimberly Marshall. She's quite amazing. Uh we have Stewie Anthony and Tracy, big local theater uh woman, uh retired. Then we have Daniel Leaf or Life, depending on how you pronounce it. I have not heard. We have that Simon George, that little, little puppy. So cute. Uh, Usal. Really hope I'm pronouncing that at least close to correctly. Uh, Diane Tiberius, Richard Hallmark, who you might remember as a uh, fashionista. He was on one of the, um, not make it cut. What's the?
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, the
1: uh, Project Conway. Yes, Project One Way. Thank you. Uh, we also have David, Joey, Jan- Jason, and oh, that local hottie with the uh, works on Volkswagens, little Stefan. We've known him for quite a while. And then we have Sean and Sean, who was an actor in, uh, the show Recovery Mode in New York. I wrote the show. They did it in New York, in Buffalo, and he was in it, and he was just quite amazing. So, all right. Well, I'll just wait on that. Happy birthday, everybody.
0: Sing the song. Sing it.
1: Okay. It's, we'll my, uh,
0: it's my mother-in-law's birthday today. Really? How old is she? Um,
1: it's not fly to ask a woman's age.
0: Shut up. How old is she? Um, she's, I think she's like 10 years older than me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's not very old. No. Still a fried chicken. I mean, she's probably right around your mom's age. Okay. Yeah. That's good.
1: All right. Well, let's see. What's in the feed bag? Well, Nephi wrote in. I know, it's it's a miracle, but he wrote in and he said to me, it was Al Capone's vault, not Jimmy Hoffa. I watched it live with my dad. He's right. Yes, after he said that, I was like, oh, yeah,
0: oh, well. Now, Jimmy Hoffa was in the vault and somewhere else. Now, actually, they say that he is probably – in the, um, uh, the uh, cement that was poured for this one building, they threw the body in and they poured the cement. And then the next day, the cement was all poured and they're uh, like, okay, keep going. Let's go. And you know, it's like, no one said, Hey, I thought we were pouring the cement today. Oh, uh, well, less work for me.
1: Well, you know. I just remember that, jo- that, ro- that uh, joke that Joan Rivers used to do where she'd go. She said, oh, I went to the gynecologist and it had been so long. He opened me up and he said, oh, my God, there's Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. Anyway, Nephi continues. <clears throat> hey, Tom, please tell us more about meeting Pee Wee Herman.
0: Oh, um, I was... Uh- Did I talk about it at all?
1: Uh, You said that you were working at
0: the Chinese Theater. Um, I want to say it was the summer of whatever summer that uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure came out. And so uh, what had happened was um, my friend was running the theater, and he said, come on down, take some pictures. And, uh, and it was kind of fun because I got to be in the, uh, the paparazzi, the press section, right? At the, um, when they, everyone was coming in. And I was the only picture, the only person to get a picture of Eddie Murphy when he came in, um, oh. for the show, uh, which was, cause he was kind of, he was kind of covered, you know, when he okay. came through. And then, um, and when he took off whatever he was had over his head, I caught a picture of him so I was very proud of that but no afterwards I got to go to the party after the show huh? I set I did sit up in the uh Sid um uh, uh Sid's uh box which is uh, uh the the owner or the guy who did the Chinese theater he had yeah. a special box for um you know where celebrities could go but of course all the celebrities were in the theater so right. So we we were up there in the thing. And then afterwards we went to the party and uh, Pee Wee came around, you know, cause it was his big night. So he was coming around and introducing himself to everybody and I got to meet him and he was just, just such a nice, you know, he was, you could tell that he was a legitimately nice guy and he was thrilled to be in the situation that he was in. And, and, and he appreciated the the, what was going on. He wasn't one of those, um those people who find fame and then run with it. He was like, yeah, yeah it was very nice. Um, but, you know, and he was one of amongst hundreds, really. I was surprised how many celebrities showed up for these events, but there were a lot of them, a lot of people. Oh. Uh, and uh, I did see David Lee Roth leaving on the back of a convertible. And I, I always tell that story because it's like I saw him coming in on the back of the convertible sitting up because it was in a parking structure again. Um, right. And it was uh I saw him driving in with him in the back like he's in some fucking parade. And <laughs> then on the way home, he was face down on the back of the convertible and they were taking him out. So that was kind of funny. He had a, I guess he had a good time. Yeah.
1: OK, cool. Thank you for talking more about that. It's really cool. Yeah, Paul Reubens, I, I've been watching some of the stuff that, like, Kathy Griffin and um Corey Feldman and stuff have been posting about him and how he, like, when you were a friend of his, um, he, like, would just bombard you all day long on your birthday, and he would send out, like, the zaniest Christmas cards and just, like, was one of those people that was just... A genuine, amazing person to know. Yeah. So I love, I love that. Something that I, you know, aspire to, but one day. All right. Well, let's see what we got next. Um, we got chub hugs and I want to send a chub hug out to my mom who is currently in the rehab facility. Uh, working to get stronger so that she can get home. And I'll talk a little bit
0: more about that later. How about you? I can't think of anything else but your mom being in the rehab center now. Oh. So, so it's a double chub, chub hug out to mom.
1: Well, she would appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Celebrity news. Well, oh my God. The Bachelorette star Gabby Windley, of Gabby and Rachel season. Uh, comes out as queer and reveals Thank that God. she's dating comedian and writer Robbie Hoffman. You know what? I'm not surprised. And frankly, I think she'd probably be better off
0: as queer. Well, you know, you have to wonder on these shows that if they can't deal with the, whether it's the bachelorette or the bachelor, the Bachel- bachelor or the bachelorette, if they can't deal with the opposite sex. Yeah. Which the, none of them seem to be able to. Mm-hmm. I think they're all queer or they'd be happier if they were uh,
1: yeah, you know, and I'm just waiting for Jesse to come out as queer so and a uh, big chaser, so I can uh you know have um I don't know whatever the latest chub in Hollywood is, beat me to it, so um anyway, I think he's a nice guy, I'm not super super attracted to him, but I certainly wouldn't kick him out of bed, and I think he's an amazing host. I mean, when it's that last rose and he walks all the way out there and says, well, everyone, it's the last rose and then walks back behind the stage. I'm like, wow, you earned your million dollars.
0: Well, you know, and I could just see you after you you don't get the rose. Uh-huh. And you go say your goodbyes and then you go over there and throw yourself into his arms. Goodbye, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Well, don't I you want you to take take to charity? <laughs> Fuck her. I love you, Jesse. Take me home. Forget about your wife.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that would be me. Yeah. Haas <laughs> awesome scandal everywhere I go. Yeah. Um, well, we'll talk about charity in a little bit, but so yeah, so congrats, uh, Gabby. She found herself a nice, um, butch woman. So yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Neo is apologizing to the lgbt plus community for his recent comments about children discovering their gender identity after much reflection i'd like to express my deepest apologies to anyone that i may have hurt with my comments on parroting and gender identity I've always been an advocate for the for the love and inclusivity of the LGBT plus community, so I understand how my comments could have been mis could have been interpreted as insensitive and offensive. I all I saw was he said something about like indulging children in gender or something is like you know how they are. Indulging them in candy or something like that. I don't know. But whatever. Thanks for the apology. Um Alright. Some celebrity deaths going on. Sharon Farrell died at 82 in May. Uh She's known for The uh, Young and the Restless. Which she starred on from 91 to 97. Mark Margolis. 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 Best known for playing Hector. Someone on, uh, yeah, on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul died on August. Show. Yes, what he said. Uh, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul died on August 3rd at age 83. Mark Gilpin, who played Sean Brody in Jaws 2, died July 27th after a battle with brain cancer. He was 56. Adrian Street, a Welsh wrestler, died at 82 on July 31st. Angus Cloud, the star of Euphoria, died uh, July 31st of an apparent suicide one week after he buried his father. Cloud was only 25. Uh, Bill Cunningham, who provided the original singing voice of the Ken doll in the Barbie record world uh, died at age 96 in 1961. He toured with Judy Garland, William Friedkin, the famed filmmaker who directed the exorcist has died. Uh, he also directed the Oscar winning French
0: connection, which he won the Oscar for, for best director. Yeah. It won best picture. He won best director. And what's interesting is the movie you know what the movie he made right before The uh, French Connection? The Exorcist? No, that was right after. He had, oh. a, he had a really good run. He directed Boys in the Band. Oh. Then The French Connection, and then The Exorcist. So, yeah, he was, he was on a roll. Oh, and equally famous for all three of them. That's what's kind of cool. Because, you know, I mean, really, when it comes down to uh people like directors you know cuz actors are you we kind of feel like we know them but directors when they can, when you can say oh yeah he directed this movie that movie and that movie you go wow mm-hmm. he really, that, that's that's really cuz you know i mean you don't have uh, it's not all hits girl it's not all hits right right if you look you look he you actually probably have seen quite a few of his movies over the years too and that was that was funny because that was 90 uh, 69 through 73 hmm. those three movies so wow and very different ones too very
1: um all right uh john Gosling, the former keyboardist for the kinks died at 75 uh broadway uh actor clifton oliver died on august 2nd at the age of 47 of an undisclosed illness, Oliver made his mark on stage, uh, portraying Simba in The Lion King. So, yeah, he was young. Far, far too young. Yeah. All right. So. Okay. Next up,
0: Tom wants to talk to you about. Well, let me tell you about my watching this week. Um Let's see on uh, the righteous gemstones we had the season finale and everything it it's weird it ended like it was a series finale uh-oh but it's not because they already oh. been renewed for season 4 uh but uh, you know in the episode before they did have the big gay kiss between uh, the younger brother and his uh, now oh. boyfriend oh. so that was kind of sweet and oh. like i said it was it, totally expected, but you didn't know that they'd ever get to that point. So, mm-hmm. uh, that was fun. Um, on claim to fame, we, um, uh, we uncovered, we thought that the person was going to be Jeff Gordon's, um, relative. Uh, but it turned out that it wasn't Jeff Gordon's relative. So the person who said it was Jeff Gordon's relative to that person ended up being uncovered as Jenny McCarthy's niece. So, so, and I'm kind of looking at that going, so that's, uh, that's the least famous person we had so far. As oh, far as the, isn't
1: she the one who, uh, became a, who is a, um, an anti-vaxxer?
0: Well, you mean Jenny McCarthy? Yeah. Yeah. She's a anti-vaxxer and has been for a long time. Yeah. She's You so, know, she's also a mass singer, judge. And uh she's in the one of my favorite comedy films ever, uh, which was Dirty Love, which she starred in. So well, you know, that's the thing is she she's a great performer, actress, whatever. But
1: I'm sorry, the nutball stuff that came out of her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So much.
0: I remember she was on. Was it The View or one of those shows? She was on one of those shows and, and she just turned into a nut job. Yeah. Because I always liked her as an actress, but you know, she's weird. And uh let's see. Um I'll we'll be talking about Bachelorette later. Um Big Brother started up. This uh we've had two episodes. I didn't get to see last night's episode yet, mm-hmm. but I'll see it tonight. Um but the first episode was fun. We uh first of all I found out that I have way too many boyfriends on the show already. <laughs> um well, I mean, it's not going to get any more, but the guys are cute. I'll just yeah. tell you, that. there's um one gay guy who's a doctor and, oh. and he's, he's, he's really nice looking and stuff, but it's the guy. And I I want to say his name is like Patrick Valentine or something like that. And he is totally cute. And then there's others that it's, it's a, it's a it's a nice mix. I won't mind spending the next hundred days with them. Yeah. Um, and then, um, uh, under the suggestion uh, uh under the su- uh, after the suggestion a suggestion by one of our listeners timothy yeah um, started watching big brother vip australia and this is their um their celebrity um celebrity uh version of okay. big brother and they have Caitlyn jenner on there and uh, so that that's interesting first of all you know she's 72 yeah and uh, and she looks great and it's funny cuz the the host when she first got there she goes okay you're 72 how do you look this good and and she goes honey come to hollywood and i'll hook you up uh-huh. um so so which is fine i have no problem with that right yeah. but um it was interesting cuz they were talking about uh, her being transgender mm-hmm. and she used the example of okay are you right-handed or left-handed and both people she was talking to said they were right-handed. She goes, well, I'm left-handed. But when I was in school, I was pushed to be right-handed because that made it easier on the teachers. Um, because, you know, when you're teaching cursive, if you're right-handed, everything slants a little differently than it does when it's left-handed.
1: Yeah. So,
0: so she, uh, uh, she was talking about that and she says it's the same thing. We, uh, we are, are, you know, we, our heads tell us that you look like a boy, so you must be a boy instead mm-hmm. of letting me find out if I'm a boy or not. But, um, uh, and it was, it was a really interesting talk. And I, I, I thought it was really nice. And, um, I'm looking forward to this. It's only the thing is with the celebrity ones. I, first of all, I know Omarosa and Caitlin Jenner. There's the only two I know on the show. All the rest are Australian. Famous Australian people that oddly enough, I haven't heard of. Huh. I thought that I would have heard of them. I haven't. Yeah. So, you know, it's like soccer player and models and, you know, some, uh, musical people. So, um, looking forward to the rest of that, uh, with the, the celebrities that only runs for a few weeks instead of, you know, th- three months like ours does, our, our regular, Big brother. So, uh, but, it, uh, we're finding, finding out some, uh, interesting things. And that's really what these things, when you get the celebrities in the big brother house, mm-hmm. it's more like, now we really want to listen in, you know, and right. do yeah. what they're talking about. So, uh, thank you, Timothy. And, uh, let's see. Tough as Nails finished. They had their finale last night. Well, they had their finale. We watched last night. Uh, and it was, uh, and the guy who won was, um. Uh, Pretty cute. Uh, pretty cute. I'll just say that. Okay. A lot of times, well, they, they're doing all these hard jobs. So he got really sweaty all the time, but he was still, pretty cute. you know, sweat, sweaty stuff. Just, I, I don't like, I sweat. Yeah. I don't like getting sweaty. I, it's gross. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there's times right. where it's appropriate. Yeah, but, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, finished up watching Adam Richmond's, uh, Adam Eats. The eighties, uh, which was on Hulu. Uh, the last episode was talking about the cola wars of the eighties. That's where the new Pepsi, uh, the new Coke came out and everyone hated it. So yeah. they brought back the, the classic Coke. And, um, uh, yeah, it was just a lot of ugliness, you know, went on. And Pepsi was, it was all because Pepsi had brought out. A, a new coke a new- i'm sorry, a new Pepsi, and it was doing really well, so coke wanted to to do because uh, they were starting to creep up on coke's you know numbers yeah but I'm happy to say that uh still Coke and diet Coke are number one and two in the nation. I'm a coke guy I'm a coke guy mm.
1: um,
0: uh, hey, I'm not that kind of coke guy <laughs> anyway um uh, still watching After Party over on, um, Apple TV with, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Um, that's kind of cool. There's a show that was on, I want to say it was travel called Destination Fear about these, uh, these four kids, uh, not kids, you know, uh, 20-somethings, mm-hmm. I would think. Um, uh, it was a brother and sister and their two best friends, and they would go from scary place to scary place. And see how scared they could get. That was their whole thing—to see how scared they could get. Um, And it ran for I think four years on travel, and they canceled it. But now they're on uh, YouTube, doing their own, doing the same show, but now it's twice as long. They don't have to fit into that hour time slot. And so, um, and actually the Katrina—I can't think of her last name. uh, She's been on. All sorts of these different shows through the years. Now she's doing her own thing on, on that as well, but she's doing them in 20 minute time blocks. So she'll have part one, part two and part three type things. So, um, good. I'm, I'm really happy that they're finding places in the YouTube world to do scary things. Um, let's see, uh, started, uh, watching, uh, season two, three, I'm sorry, of Re- uh, reservation dogs over on, Hulu, which is uh, about these kids growing up on a uh, um, Reserva- Indian reservation. Yeah. Can we still call it Indian reservation?
1: I I, I that's what I've heard,
0: but maybe. okay. Well, we'll call it that until someone corrects us, and I know they will. No. So we'll wait for that. Yeah. Uh, but it it's known. a it's a really interesting show. The first season, it was so funny because I really wasn't liking it. Because it was just, so, you know, so negative and it's supposed to be a comedy and I wasn't finding any humor in any of it. And then they brought in, um, all these characters, like they have the, uh, a, uh, spirit, a spirit Indian all dressed up with his war clothes on and riding a horse and he's got the feathers in his hair and they're, and, and he shows up whenever, um, bear, um, is, Having, um, bear who is one of the kids is having moment and he always tries to inspire him and he's hilarious. And then there's the dear lady who we're not sure exactly what she does, but, um, she was like hitchhiking. That was weird. We we're watching the scene. She's hitchhiking and this car pulls up. And as we're getting, she's getting into the car. We notice that she's got hooves. And so that was kind of cool, oh. so I finally had some reason to watch because now it's paranormal so um watching that um anyway uh Futurama uh they're having their oh, yeah
1: it's
0: it's on Hulu as well, and it is uh well, the first episode was them talking about how every show that's been canceled 3 times should come back for at least a fourth time and give a full season uh of what's going on with these characters and uh and that that was the whole running gag through the whole show it was really funny um uh, actually it's not their fourth season it's their fourth time back um yeah heart stoppers is back on uh netflix which mm-hmm. is uh season 2 lovely little british uh gay romance of two high schooler boys and their friends. Really the the first season was great. Olivia Coleman plays the mother of one of the kids. Aww. I'm trying to give you some reason to start watching this.
1: I know. It's
0: so like, I'm teasing you with Olivia Coleman. So yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah, because she's your she's your Hollywood girlfriend now.
1: My spirit my spirit guide. Yes.
0: Um let's see. Um um, Astral City, which is the, uh, uh what is Asteroid's his name? name? Uh, yeah, Asteroid City, uh, what's, what is his name? Um, the, the director I don't usually like. Uh, anyway, it's coming to Peacock next week, next, uh, next Friday. It's on mm-hmm. Peacock. So if you missed it at the theater, which most people did, uh, ah. it's there now. Um, uh, let's see. I did see, uh, Kyle Kanane at the, uh, punchline this weekend he is a uh an actor i i mean a a stand-up that i just started I, i i started hearing about him when he was on at midnight which was the uh um the little game show that they had with comedians at midnight on comedy central and uh really liked him. kept hearing him on other people's podcasts and stuff so it was fun seeing him his whole the he had three people ahead of him um and they were all good it was really nice having a real solid, uh, everybody had a good set. So that wow. was nice. And then last night I saw this, um, Chinese stand up female, uh, and I can't pronounce, I can't, I can never say her first name correctly, but her last name is Summers. Summers. Um, she's very, um, she plays the everything racist card constantly throughout the thing and she's not, calling other people racist. She's being racist. And, mm-hmm. and, and and talking about stereotypes and stuff. And it was, for the most part, it was really funny, but it was interesting how um, she would go, so where am I, you know, where are my gays? And then she'd say something, and then they shut down. Okay. Uh, it's uh-huh. like, <laughs> she would offend the person she called out and then go on to the next person to offend. So, um, it, uh, I think I um I think her transitions need work. Um and she's gotta stop laughing at herself. Uh, but uh she was good and the two guys before her were both good, both out of San Francisco. Uh one guy was Korean, no, Vietnamese. Vietnamese. And uh, the other guy was uh, uh black stand-up and he was he was gay and he was um, pretty dirty. And that was fun. He was the guy, uh, he opened the show. He was the host for the day. So that was good. Oh. And so comedy twice in the week. It was, it was a busy, busy week. It's funny. We walked in the uh, last night and the guy goes, Oh, is this your first time here? And Sean goes, no, we were here last night too. Um, <laughs> and, uh, okay. So that was fun. Um, and then I saw two movies this week. I saw Super Mario Brothers, which is on Peacock right mm-hmm. now. And, um, uh, I was bored with it. um it was really boring hmm. uh, I, I don't I don't know the game well enough, and Sean said that really wouldn't matter. It was just boring um <laughs> the The end of the show got better, you know the last half hour, and the thing is, it wasn't that long, but the last hour, half- hour was was enough there was enough action and stuff to keep things going and uh and it did have chris um. Uh, ah. uh, Brad in it. He plays the voice of Mario. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and you know, I hate him. So uh, that had nothing to do with me not liking the show. Though. But okay. you know what was really good about it? The animation was like the best I think I've ever seen. Better. As as good, if not better than Pixar. Huh. It was good. It was really well made. Uh, and then I also saw Transformers Rise of oh, the Beast. Yeah. Which is on Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. And that was um, not too bad. It was pretty, it was good. It yeah. was entertaining.
1: I liked it. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, it was, uh, uh, yeah, I just, it was, it was entertaining, like I said. And uh, I I, I like the addition of the Pete Davidson Mirage character. Uh, yes. I okay. thought he was, he was pretty funny.
1: Not to be labor the point, but once again, here is a, a, a great diverse cast. That it was a great movie.
0: Yeah. You know. So, uh, yeah. So that's about it for the week. Um, my tomatoes are finally starting to. I mean, I've got so many red tomatoes or er, so many green tomatoes on one plant. It's insane, and my figs are finally starting to come in. Mm. I mean, the tree is covered with figs; they're just not ripening. And I got two off yesterday. Uh, the squirrels or the birds—I'm not sure which one—got three. I got two, so I figure that was fair.
1: Well, you gotta you gotta get them uh, ripened and get them in so that you can get them ready for your Christmas figgy pudding.
0: Well, um, you know, the thing is that they do. Um, dry really nicely. And then you can rehydrate them. Um, or, um, or you can, you freeze them. Uh, you can freeze them and just uh, use them. They, they do get really mushy when you freeze them and defrost them. But if you're making figgy pudding, it shouldn't really matter. Yeah, do you, um, you, you like figgy pudding? You know what? I've, I've honestly, I've never had it. That's good. I don't That's know. Cool. Well, you um, know, everyone um, hates figs, but yet they love fig Newtons.
1: Yeah, I, I don't get that because I yeah. like, I like, as far as I know, I like figs just fine. Uh, you know, what I really liked was, um, my friend Shafina sent me, who's, uh, stationed, uh, overseas. She sent me several boxes of dates that were like grown along the, the, um, well, shit. Now I can't remember the, um, Nile. No, not the Nile. The the river in Jerusalem, you know that that the the big biblical river? The Nile? No. You have to read the Bible to get it. But anyway, um anyway, but uh they're just I mean, I think they were probably possibly the best dates I've ever tasted. They were just
0: really, you had some pretty tasty dates. Mm-hmm, I sure did. I ate them all. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, almost all of them. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, the shows that we watched together, there's just one this week, as far as I know, uh, um, which was, uh, Bachelorette Hometowns. Yes, it's time for the hometowns when a charity goes to four different cities in a week and able to, Meet the loves of her lives family, where they can all. Well, in this one, actually, they treated her pretty decently, except for that uncle. Uh, it was uh, which one of them? Which one? That was Joey. Joey, Joey, the white guy. Yeah,
0: but Joey's uncle.
1: Yeah, I think he seemed jealous
0: of her. I don't, I don't know what it was. I don't know what 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 his thoughts were telling her that.
1: I don't know, but it seemed like he was, like, jealous that she was going to take away his Joey.
0: So you think he's really... I trust can... him.
1: Yeah, I don't know. You know what? If anybody was being fake, I kind of felt it was him.
0: You think it's the friendly uncle?
1: Yeah, I think he was fake. I think he was just doing it for the show, because everybody else was all like, oh, no. Yeah, but, but you and know... And he her... was just like, well. <laughs>
0: yeah, but what about her whole... Uh, and she couldn't even look at uh, Joey in the eye when he when he was leaving. Uh, she was leaving. It was she was just stupid. That's what I'm talking about. She is just too fragile to be on uh, a Bachelorette. I don't think she's fragile. I think she's a strong,
1: powerful woman. Um, but she is like a walking Barbie doll. I uh, she's just so I don't know, kind of perfect in a lot of ways. Um. I don't get the fragility. I mean, you're falling in love with four guys. I mean, obviously you just got to deal with it. But I think that that happened because the uncle put that in her head because she acts like that every time somebody puts a thought in her head that contradicts what she's thinking. She's got to, she's got to figure it out. And so she kind of shuts instead of, like hitting it face on or something like some of them do. She just kind of shuts down and goes into herself.
0: Fragile, yes, exactly. Because um, uh, remember, it, fragile, it would still be on the show if it hadn't been for goddamn uh, Aaron tattletailing all over, uh, all over. Too. Yeah, see, he's
1: the one that I'm like. I I was glad that he got cut free, and I kind of expected it because I was like, I in fact I call him what does I call it Aaron the Aaron the tattletale. Yeah is what I I kept calling him and uh so I was fine with him being oh well spoiler alert if you haven't seen it uh he got sent home after the the hometowns um I liked everybody's families except for Joey's family and I like Joey's family except like, for...
0: Except for the the pervert uncle who wants Joey for himself.
1: Well, that's what it almost came. I'm saying it kind of came across weird that way. But I swear it felt like everybody else, all the families and everything were were being genuine. But he was like talking about, well, are you knowing the real Joey? Are you knowing, you know, because he's such a people pleaser. I'm like, dude, you're coming across as creepy and fake. So I don't know. That's just my whatever. But he seemed off. Um But yeah. So Joey stayed, Aaron left, Doton is there. I like Do uh Dot Dot do, 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 Doton's Dottons. I like his family. I think his family's really neat. Uh I think he's a neat guy, but I don't know. I'd be surprised if we chose her yet. And the other guy, the other, uh, Xavier. Xavier, did they even really spend any time together? On the show? I'm like, every time I every time they're like, oh, and Xavier, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about him. Because I just, I don't, I don't get anything from him. So, I don't know. I think she. I right now I would have said that she was going to pick Joey, but after this episode, I don't know. Thoughts? Ah. yeah, I thought Joey was going to go home. Yeah, that's the. I figured they might keep him just as a surprise, like because we all thought he was going to go home, but right. um, but the. Uh, I don't know. Who do you who do you think's gonna
0: win at this point? Um, the audience when it's over. Oh, hey, you're the one that keeps making us watch. So. No, no, I'm just disappointed with the whole show.
1: Yeah, it, it's not my favorite. You know, I I can see why you said that Ga- Gabby and Rachel were at
0: least more interesting because they were such whack jobs. Well, I mean, there was there was so much drama. Uh-huh. And and um and it seems that they uh, and who do you think is going to show up uh, uh, next week on on or tonight on the Bachelorette? See, at first I I was thinking it was going to be um
1: Braden, yeah, like because she's all like, what are you doing? Here? Now I think it's the uncle. No,
0: you may be <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, uh, I I don't I don't know uh. Maybe the uncle's coming to retrieve Joey. Like, he's mine! We're going to do OnlyFans.
0: Anyway. Um, Wait, what, what's what's their... What, what, under what name?
1: Yeah, exactly. Now, see, Joey, I think, is really cute, but I do wish he would, like, do something with his hair. It's so...
0: I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, a big fan of, I'm not a big fan of curly... Greg Brady hair you know Yeah degree.
1: well I don't know about that but it just
0: doesn't look right on him it's No I think it looks fine on him he reminds me of uh uh what was his name uh he it was a comedian back during the 70s hey He kind God. of looks like that guy but it it's never it's that that the curly hair thing. It's just uh oh look uh, at my locks. Oh look at my locks. It's like, no cut your fucking hair. You look like an idiot. Oh uh, no. Uh, you know the pubes look the same way.
1: Not yet, but I'd be vent I'd venture to find out. You know, once charity's done with him he's gonna need somebody besides his uncle to con to console him.
0: Well the nice thing is because of his uncle he'll be <laughs> looking for someone else to console him. Yeah. Exactly. And they should all be queer anyway.
1: Okay. Um well my week. So uh started out of course with my mom. Uh Wednesday went into went in for her knee surgery and had a full replacement. And that night she called me and said, Well, they're releasing me. I can come home. And I went, Huh? So, my uncle, who uh was the one who took her up there, and I was very thankful of that he's been been a big help uh went down and uh said, "Hey, what's going on?" And they said, "Oh, uh, no, she's definitely not being released." so that was a relief, but that set everything from into crazy time from there on um so then they basically said, "She's just not really ready." Uh, it, and if it's just going to be one person taking care of her for 24 hours a day, is she, and she's just not really ready to come home. So we, uh, she was coherent enough, uh, to agree that, you know, she was okay with going into rehab for a few days to get herself, you know, uh, more mobile before she came home. And so that was arranged and then rehab called me and said, oh, no, there's a big snafu and we need you to fix it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because, you know, all these companies and stuff that I'm going to have to deal with who, you know, are only going to be wanting to deal with my mother because I, you know, don't have something that says, yes, I am her representative on Earth. Uh, so, yeah, let's try that. Um, didn't go over super well, still dealing with that stuff. And then she did get into, she is at the facility and, um, she has really good times and does her workout and is, uh, doing well. But then, um, then she has her moments where she's not completely there. And I think that's mostly because of, um, like, you know, Uh, some really strong pain meds so so it's probably a good thing because she's not in pain but sometimes trying to talk to her when she's had her pain meds or well it's it's a little bit difficult shall we say um so i have been basically having some days of very high anxiety and uh it's it's taken its toll and but I did get some sleep this weekend, thankfully. But that is after I went and saw uh Cirque de Soleil Corteo, which is making its uh American debut here. Um Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh so of course I, I told you a little bit in the beginning, uh this was at Golden One Arena and the... Uh all of us who went, all four of us, um, uh, Mr. Lurie Dean and his friend and uh um Ouija and myself, we all went and well, we'd never been there before, and we didn't have to go through general the general admission doors, which was pretty neat. Now the way they set this up was um they basically separated the arena in half with the with the big stage. And then there were curtains that came down on either side. And then the stage was in the middle and the outside of the stage spun. So they were basically able to do everything that they needed to do while giving everything being seen by both sides, uh, with no problem. And it was really interesting. Um, Because it made you feel like you were just at a really big movie theater, or not movie theater, but play theater, watching a play. And on the other side was the exact same thing, you know. So it was really neat. Um, I'd never been to one of these before. It was very colorful. It was very fun. I kept forgetting that they, the music and the singing was so good that I kept forgetting that it was live. And they just had people on the sides doing it. Um, it was really fun. They had um uh a, a little person and i I mean like the little people who are proportionate you know um I think it i don't know if it's still offensive, but they're classified i think as as midgets um but they're uh anyway they this one little woman was hooked up to four big balloons. And then they basically like pushed her along, pushed her out into the audience and she would float down onto like an audience member and then they would push her back up and basically she'd make the circuit around the, uh, the audience. And, but anyway, um, there were floating angels and all sorts of acrobatics and stuff like that. It was really, really fun and then they got to the one where uh people are like bouncing on the seesaw you know like the guys would go up and down the seesaw and then do flips in the air and stuff and then there was one where they were supposed to make a transition of one guy's in the air and the other guy who just came down was supposed to like jump across to the other side and he slipped and like fell and uh Injured himself and they had to bring the whole show to a stop and then they had to ask us all to, to like leave the bill, leave the, leave our seats and go out while they basically figured out what was going on. But, and then we had an intermission during that
0: part. Wait, where the hell did they put all those people?
1: I didn't care. But, uh, there were, there's different, there were different floors of, uh, and you went out into a big uh food court, basically and uh oh, and then there were like chicken strips and fries and drinks and water bottles that were practically collector or collector bottles and anyway it was it was really neat, but let me tell you when I found out lawrence uh, uh Laurie Dean actually won the tickets from his work that's why we went, but when you find when like you see how much those tickets really were per person I was like oh my god I cannot believe that people that many people that were all there were paying that amount of money and more to see that it was just insane
0: well, good thing you weren't at the Taylor Swift album, I mean, uh, a concert.
1: Oh, my, no. I mean, that's even more bizarre. I mean, heck, I'm supposed to go there with uh, a family, with our, our friend, and see uh Pink in two months. And I'm just like, the amount just for those tickets, and they're not even that great of tickets, but I'm just like, that's fucking insane. So, I don't know it's just more and more art and entertainment is really truly becoming for the rich. So,
0: yeah, well, I mean, and we're talking sports events too. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, thanks. It's gotten out of hand. That's why when people go, Oh, you go to a lot of comedy shows and I go, yeah, because they're affordable. Yeah. You know, I get seats for $40 a piece, not, $400 $400 a piece. Yeah.
1: And even even uh, live theater, it's like you can oh, see yeah. a lot of live theater for maybe, you know, 25 bucks if you're lucky or you can get discount tickets on it or whatever. But for the most part, nope, you're not going to see even a, a, an independent, you know, like a little community theater show. You're not going to see him for under 30 bucks anymore. Right. So. Uh, all right. I watched I finished Good Omens Two. Uh it is a wonderful series. I saw some people conveching convetching that they that they did not uh they didn't like it because blah blah blah. Well they're you know, you're you're entitled to your opinion, but I don't know how you could end up not liking it, especially with the way that ended and it definitely ended in a way there needs to be a season 3 there needs to be another installment because it's really good but everybody on this freaking show is 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 gay or uh I mean it, it was just a very gay gay lesbian etc show so um yeah I don't want to give away any spoilers because it's just out but it's really good it's really well done And then, okay, and just like that, uh, which is on Max, it is the, for those that don't follow along, it is the Sex in the City uh, show. And it is really good. I caught up. That's
0: the best show of the new season.
1: I think so. Uh, I caught up on two more episodes and. It really is fun and I do not care. I think I said this last episode too. I don't care that it's a bunch of rich people uh that I mean they just do not I mean they're like the oh I can't afford it type thing except for one character, except for one character on there who's the non-binary character. Everybody else is just so stinking rich. It's like they don't the 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 oh I can't afford that doesn't even cross their lips. Um, uh, so, and I'm, I'm okay with that because I don't need to constantly be reminded that, you know, they can't afford anything. If I wanted to be depressed about stuff, I'd go watch the Connors. Um, so, but, uh, it's just, it's fun and sassy and yet poignant and well-written and also taps into our age group groups and talks about things that we're dealing with too. So anyway, I was uh, having kind of a bad day when I, I watched those and I just wanted to keep, keep watching my girls. So I ended up watching the sex in the city movie and I really enjoyed that too. Um, Yes, there were some parts of it that were a little like, uh, but oh, okay. no, not awful. Just maybe could have been done better. But this is the Sex and the City movie. So I watched that and I I really did enjoy it. And then I decided the next night, even though it was late, I wanted to watch Sex and the City 2. Um, although I had heard a lot of stuff about, you know, that it was not very good. Um but I did watch it and I enjoyed it. It was not as good as pretty much anything else. It was the weakest of the entire set of everything that has to do with that. It was the weakest, but I still had a fun time with it. So, And I love that you know there's lots of really hot male nudity in it. That was fun too. Uh, so there you go with that. Um, I watched the great British baking show, The Professionals. And, you know, the thing is, is I really like the contestants and watching the, the art and the way that they do stuff on there. But the judges just, they don't irritate me, but they seem, I just, I do kind of roll my eyes at them. They seem like caricatures, Especially the little Asian woman. I mean, the 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 phrases and stuff that she she comes up with, and the way that she points at them, and she tries to be funny, and it just comes off like like she's a caricature of what she, of herself almost. Um, it's just silly, but silly but fun. And almost every single show, one of their great big things, don't do it. Unless you got a dick ready, you better not do it. That's right. I'm looking at you. Anyway, um, there's uh but every time they build these amazing things for everything to sit on and inevitably almost every one of them collapses. So you're not there yet. Have you watched that show at all? This is season two, I think. Or, no. Ken, I don't know. Alright, well, uh, and then I watched a couple episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. That's the one that Candy Muse was on and I've already, uh, watched it a long time ago, but it was really comforting and seeing Candy, like, after seeing All-Stars and then going back and watching her, I don't dislike her as much on Season 13 as, as I did the first time I watched it, but I, I know they were kind of trying to make her out to be the the bad guy of the season, but I just didn't feel it as much when I went back and watched it. Um, I also finished out the Summer Baking Championship Season 1. And, yeah, well, Tom's yawning for you don't know. I can't help it. And, frankly, on on the Summer Baking Championship, it was kind of a yawn. I mean, Jesse did a good job. The judges were fine. The bakers were fine. They did good. But honestly, except for the the rainbow show, I don't know. Just it was kind of boring. Yeah, they, I thought so as well. Yeah. Um, and then, well, that's that's basically it. Um, I've been doing a lot of other stuff than than watching TV. So.
0: Please, you watch so much shit. It it, it counters my
1: Actually, no, not so much.
0: Oh, are you kidding me? Because you're watching yeah. a, multiple episodes of all these things. I see one episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't understand. So interview. let's see what Miss Manners has to talk about. Okay, that sounds like a great idea.
1: All right, well, dear Miss Manners, how does one deal with oversharing from a friend? I'm trying to figure it out now for years. Uh, I have a friend who turned Almost every, who turns almost every conversation into a chance for, to use me as a free therapist. She tells me in great detail about her very active dating life. Her feelings about each date, plus her tedious self-analysis of every doubt, feeling, and changing mood. She asks me for my insight and advice about every trivial event in her life. She rarely asks how I'm doing, and when she does, it's obviously that my life bores her. That's waiting for you to yawn. Is there a way to change this dynamic, or should I just ghost her? Can I
0: end this friendship? If you want to. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's much of a friendship. So yeah, uh, sounds like you don't like her. So yeah, move All you're like doing is thinking about her. So uh, I would say oh. um, go for it.
1: <laughs> you don't sound like a, a you know that interesting of a person anyway.
0: Well, uh, I mean, because if if your friend finds you boring, you, you're obvious, and we find you boring, then you're boring.
1: Yeah. What else is there to say? Yeah. All right. Gentle reader. What friendship? No one has discovered a pleasant way of breaking off a bond when one party does not suspect anything has gone wrong. Ghosting, cutting things off without explanation, is considered cowardly and cruel. But issuing a report card with all the reasons that the once liked person is no longer tolerable is worse. Forget the idea that such a critique will inspire them to reform and go on with a happy life. If they try, what happens when they discover that the relationship was already beyond repair? Thus, the it's-not-you-it's-me approach, which is tactful if worn. Uh, Miss Manners prefers a modern version of ghosting, which is drifting off. Just be less and less available. But she admits that while it sometimes has to be done, there is no truly charming way of doing it. He's much politer than we were. Well, that's why she's Miss Manners. Ah. And you're the bitch. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of bitches that we love, Timothy asks... Uh hey Chubbs, ask white <laughs> what that look. Ask white or wheat meat. Uh I can do this. White or wheat bread as a kid?
0: Um, it depended on what I was eating. Yeah, they're actually same. Yeah. Uh because I I didn't mind wheat, but if I'm eating egg salad, I don't want wheat. Yeah, I don't Uh, And also my mom made this great roast beef um, that had to have – it had to be a white bread with mayonnaise, and that was it. Uh, Mm. There was nothing else on it. Uh, Actually, I did like alfalfa sprouts on it later on, but as a kid, nothing. And grilled cheese sandwiches need to be white bread. But, I mean, if I'm having, uh, you know, I guess mostly white. Uh, Yeah. I guess it was –
1: yeah, we. Wheat. I don't remember wheat being in our house as a kid, actually. It was yeah, almost white bread as a kid.
0: It wasn't until later when they really started, you know, the seven grains and that mm-hmm. kind of. That's when when we started going with uh more of a, a healthy bread. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it, it wasn't probably until my mom and I were out on our own. And actually, there was a point where wheat bread was actually a little cheaper. And then, well, that switched, but yeah. All right. Uh,
0: hey, Chubbs, do you sing in the shower? Um, I do not. No, I have like sometimes I pretend I'm beef from Phantom of the Paradise and he has a song he sings in the shower. So then huh. that, that's kind of fun, but, uh, uh, usually I get Sean going, why are you making so much noise? it's a shower Um, Uh, he doesn't understand
1: living with an artist yeah um well when when i was younger i think i probably did but not now i'm usually ending up i'm usually listening to political shows on my phone or the Swan and jed podcast and you don't sing along to that for sure. You usually just yell at the phone like, are you serious? What are you thinking? Anyway. All right. Well, what's in your lunchbox? Mr. Moose wrote in and he said. Have been working in the yard all morning, needed food, but wanted it before I even took a shower, so went out for fast food. Chicken tenders, Cajun chicken, sandwich, slaw, fries, unhealthy, but oh, so good. Back to work. Uh, yum. That's like a, a really good thing. Speaking of, I went, uh, uh, Lawrence went to Popeyes last night and, and brought me some five piece chicken strips and they were yeah. awful. They were, dry and overcooked. There was hardly any meat. It, it was just awful. And it was Popeye's. I've never had a bad Popeye's. I
0: don't know what to tell you. I haven't either. Yeah.
1: But that looked really good, Moose. And uh there's more. Beef and broccoli is one of the lower calorie options at a Chinese restaurant. But broccoli is a go-to food for weightlifters. Low calorie, high fiber and
0: filling. Over it's, the years it makes your farts smelly when you when you when you lunge.
1: Ugh
0: oh. delightful.
1: Over the years I've eaten an acre of broccoli. I'm sick of broccoli. I ordered beef and broccoli, but had them substitute mushrooms and put only half the sauce. Swimming in the salty sauce just doesn't work. All this was good. It looked but good. All that brown doesn't make a good picture.
0: No. Yeah, it, it does. It, it doesn't good. make a bad picture either. No, I yeah. understand where he wants a little pop of color. You know, you think they could have gotten a, a, a colorful, more colorful plate to put yeah. it on. But red uh, yeah, I I, eat, I I probably have eaten that much broccoli as well. I like I like broccoli. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think it's probably, if I'm going to eat a vegetable, especially green broccoli or spinach, but yeah. Broccoli more than cauliflower, which by the way, if you... is not green. I know, dear. But I'm saying if you get the uh, cauliflower uh pizza crusts at Winco, they're hella expensive. They're small and really expensive. I'd rather just get a Head of broccoli for (laughs) about $5 cheaper and zip it up
0: and do it myself. A broccoli crust? That's interesting. Cauliflower broccoli. Oh, you misspoke.
1: Yeah, well, that happens a lot lately. I'm sure Nephi will be happy to tell you all about it.
0: Hey, don't you want to know what song is from Phantom of the Paradise?
1: (laughs) Didn't you just say buff or rough or something?
0: No, but I didn't, I didn't say anything. It was beef song. The character beef sings a song. Hmm. Okay. So it was a song. It's called life at last. Oh, it sounds like a nice song. Yeah. Life at last. Salutations from the other side. I can see that you're the devil's bride. Okay. Anyway, it's a Do, good song. Did st- meatloaf play that? No. Oh. That no, was uh, played by, oh, oh, Graham, some, um he's really good. He, he, uh, and it's funny because he plays a gay character, but he's got a big baritone voice. So he comes across as, when he sings, he comes across as being real Butch. But when he's not singing, he comes across as a big queer, really fun character. Uh, sounds like it. Yeah. All oh, right. I, haven't taken, you can sit. I haven't taken the beef and mushrooms off my iPad yet.
1: Oh, I know. It's beautiful.
0: It is. You can send us
1: what's on in your lunchbox over at chubbsgonewild at gmail.com.
0: And what happens when they do?
1: Uh Then uh, they get something that tells them that Golden Rule Services want you to know about an important tool in preventing you from contracting HIV. PrEP is a medication proven to be 99% effective when preventing HIV infection. To learn more about PrEP, visit sacgrs.org. And of course, if you do send us something in your lunchbox, well, then you can get entered into the Halloween contest.
0: Well, you didn't say that prep
1: works for all. That is true. It does work for all. And how do I know Despite that? That we still have to remind people. You can do that by going over to sacgrs.org and. Or, uh,
0: or just looking you at your background. Oh, well, that's true. Prep works for
1: all. Well, find Tom's other podcasts at com. Find my books at JustKissTheGuy.com. Find all our links at AllMyLinks.com slash Chubs Gone Wild. And give us a call at
0: 40869 Chubbs.
1: Yay. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you are having a wonderful week and we will be happy to catch you next time.
0: And remember, if anybody wins the big, uh, uh lotto thing that's going today, it's a hundred and, uh, 1.5 million dollars, I think billion dollars, I think something like wow. that. Don't forget your friends at Chubbs. That's true.
1: Uh, yeah, that would be really nice. <laughs> Employ us. Yeah. All right. We'll catch you later. Bye. A network of inclusion. Unifazepods.net. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. This has been a, for fuck's sake, production.